This is the audio version of Mesto 47, a collection of personal stories collected along the Trans-Siberian Railway, from Moscow to Vladivostok. Episode 4, The Rapper. third stop is Russia's fourth largest city. We crossed the Ural Mountains and are now technically in Asia, even though nothing about it feels Asian at all. It's still Russia. Moscow is far away now. We're at kilometer 1769. So we spent the night on the train and we'll be back on the train tonight. We take the subway downtown. They don't have tickets. You buy a token and they still have the Soviet turnstiles. They're always open and shut close if you don't put a token in. Or if you walk too slowly. I didn't want to take any chances, so I kind of ran through it. It's a warm summer morning, the heat is picking up and we're walking down Vainera Street, a pedestrian zone in the center of Ekaterinburg. Now, I'm sure you had one of those moments when you need to be somewhere, you're in a hurry, and there's this guy in the street handing out flyers. You throw a cold, unfriendly, no thank you, and carry on. Or you pick one, only to toss it into the next trash can. As we walk down the street, we see this person. A guy handing out flyers stuck in a huge KFC costume. It's a red and white bucket with french fries and a whole chicken sticking out of the top. The only parts of the human inside we can see are his arms and legs. He looks clumsy, making his way through the crowd, probably dying from heat in this thing. It's early July. He doesn't have a break during his shift, so we start talking right there in the street. There is a mesh fabric between the chicken legs for him to breathe, so I stick a microphone where I assume his face is and ask him how people react to his costume. No, вам слышно? Ну, да. Так странно сами общаться. Реагируют нормально, все ли все ли nice. Очень по-разному. Да. People react to this potato costume in a lot of different ways. There are some people with cool reactions. They'll hug me. Yesterday a girl gave me a Nike bracelet. Then there are some people who get scared. People are usually dull and frowning and just don't pay any attention to you. Although that's actually very difficult. Right now I need to go home. I don't really want to work, but I need the money. He says his name is Oleg, 18 years old. He moved to Ekaterinburg three years ago to study. He's a student at Polzunova Gorny College on his way to become a minor electrician. But he dreams of becoming a rap star. He's not a big talker. He doesn't talk around the bush. The way he talks about his life is probably how he writes his rap songs, precise and up to the point. With each word, he peels off the potato skin, getting us closer to what's under there. And under it, there's a lot. As you listen, it's hard to imagine it's the story of an 18-year-old. I was born in Alexandrovskaya village in the Tomsk region. I grew up with a lot of siblings who never had enough money. So I started working when I was 12. I grew up quickly. I didn't have a real childhood. When I was 12, I dragged cast iron bath tops around, I helped movers and ruined my back. 
When I was 13, I worked in a church. I cut the grass, took away the burnt candles, the priests paid us pennies. When I was 14, I used someone else's documents and went with my brother to do road work. We shoveled asphalt. I came to Yekaterinburg three years ago to study at the Polzanova Gorny College. The stipend is really small. Even though I have a higher one, 10 euros, it's not even enough to pay for a room in a dorm. So you have to work. I was working as a janitor for 100 euros a month. I worked as a realtor and I also worked in the kitchen at KFC. For a while I worked illegally and made almost 1,400 euros. I cannot tell you what work it was and why I left. Alec later explained what happened. He seems to have been a part of a money laundering scheme, but one guy set them up and left with the money. Some important people came into town with fancy cars, took them into the forest. Now, in Russia, taking someone into the forest means he gets a beating, usually because they owe some cash. They didn't know what had happened to the money, who took it. After that, he stopped with that kind of work. He thought about having a family, and a job like that was just way too risky. Our teachers at college ask why we do so badly in school and work at the same time. It's because we're surviving and not living. My parents help, but it's a struggle to even buy clothes and food. Things have been hard, but I have more going on in my head than others my age. Right now, most 18-year-old guys just think about where they can go get wasted or have sex. Random hookups, partying, gangs. I'm really ashamed of young people today. They don't think about life. I'm starting to be a mining electrician. It's like a repairman for all the machinery in the mines. I didn't want to study that, but mom said you need a masculine profession. I wanted to be a musician because I went to music school. I play balalaika, guitar, all wind instruments and piano. Earlier, I went on concert tours with kids from all over Russia. I even learned violin. Oh, I wanted to be a pastry cook. That's something I've loved since childhood. But now it's too late. I'm in my third year and I need to finish it. As I said, Oleg's really into rap music. He's recording his own tracks and working on his first album. He wants us to listen to his music, so his hands go inside of the costume and they come back out with his phone. From in there, he can't really see the screen, so he actually asks us to push the play button. People say that rap is really dirty, but if you really take apart each line by itself, you can see a lot of thought behind it. For no name, to shoot for something more elaborate is really hard. If I can't make it with this album, 
then I'll go to the army. There is no fucking way I'll go do what I'm studying. Standing in mines with water up to my balls isn't for me. As we speak, I catch myself thinking. We talked to a guy for some time, he told us all about his life and we didn't even see his face, just his hands. Yeah, as I take the photo, he gives a thumbs up, confident and cheerful, and that gives the shot a meaning. Here he is, stuck in a potato costume, working a job he doesn't like, but it makes ends meet. And having lived through so much, yet he's so optimistic. When we wrap up the interview and continue our way, we argue whether it's a sad or a happy story. I mean, just the fact that he had to go through all of this by the age of 18 and he thinks it's absolutely normal is disturbing. But because he's so positive about his prospects, you have this confidence that he will be okay no matter what. Yeah, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? And it also makes you wonder, do we all have this kind of potato costume on us as a self-defense mechanism of how strangers see us? And underneath, there is a real person with a real story going through real struggles and real emotions. Sometimes all you need is a simple, how are you, to see through it. Having this in mind, will you be the one who takes the flyer and smiles back at the potato? Think about it. The music in this episode was by Blue Dot Sessions. And of course, the rapper himself, Little Bear. Voice acting was done by Anton Rasputko, who is also a musician. He's a classical pianist. Посмотри вокруг и мне ответь Хочешь жить человеком или жить как медведь? Оглянитесь Mesto 47 is a project by Marina Dmuchovskaya and Georg Barna. You can find many more stories and pictures, including pictures of Oleg in his costume, on mesto47.org. Oh,